Okay, we're gonna go ahead and get started. My name is Donata Joseph. Hi. My name is Donata Joseph, and I am the CEO of Donata Skin Food. Hi, Anissa. And welcome to Skin Food Journey, which I have every Wednesday at 7 p.m. I'm gonna have to make sure I don't rock on this chair. It's so comfortable. I'm sorry, guys. So, before we get started, you guys know I always start with deep breathing because it's so important after a long day's work that we could come together, deep breathe, relax our mind, slow down our body so we can truly take in everything that I have to share with you today, which is some amazing stuff. So, before we, you get, we get started, um, just know I have several devices going on, so my mind is going to be kind of watching out and looking at everything to be sure everything is flowing correctly because you guys know I also add this on YouTube and I also put it together on iTunes so if I'm looking around just please be patient with me so if you're sitting let's uncross our legs sit up straight if you can put your palms on your desk or wherever you are on your lap have it face forward close your eyes and we're gonna deep breathe a good three deep breath in and out so we can get started breathe in out breathe in out in out awesome so today's series is stress and skin and as you guys know if you've been following me since my first um, series two weeks ago I am going through a process of breaking down all the elements of understanding your skin so that we can get to a point where at the end when you're finally using products that are working for your skin you're actually using the right things for your skin type so our first series just to recap was understanding your skin type the first step on the journey is to understand your skin type if you don't understand your skin type it doesn't matter what you put on your skin if it's not appropriate for your skin type, you will continue to break out, you'll continue to have dry skin, and you'll continue to be irritated because nothing is working. You can go to the dermatologist, you can spend money on expensive products, but at the end of the day, if you're using products for oily skin and your skin is dry, or you're using products for dehydrated skin and your skin is dry, it's not effective. So the first episode was about understanding your skin and I have a free ebook that after this um, live stream tonight, you're more than welcome to go on my Instagram link and grab a free copy of the ebook. Last week we covered the session was elimination diet. And once again, after understanding your skin type, there could be simple things that you're doing at home that's affecting your skin and you're not realizing it. Very simple things as either using hot water when you should be using warm water, using coconut oil, which is too heavy for your skin type, 
using African black soap, which is too detoxing for dry skins, um, dry skin, not changing your pillowcase often enough, which is causing oils to get back on your skin, um, touching your face, which is causing breakouts. How many of you, after last week's episode, caught yourself being mindful every time you touch your face? I had a... I had my friend tell me after yes, uh, last week's episode that throughout the week she noticed that every time she went to put her hand on her face that she was mindful that she her hands were dirty and she was touching her face. So yes, exactly. So there are a lot of things that you could be doing that is affecting your skin, but you're not realizing that you're just very focused on buying the best products for your skin when you really have the power in your hand to change some of the things that you're doing. Of course, everybody's skin is different, so although they may do, be doing everything correctly, they still have to see a doctor, or still need to see a dermatologist, or still need a whole skincare regimen for their skin type. But once you start eliminating all the things that you're doing wrong, then at that time you can assess, okay, is my skin because of what I've been doing or do I need to take a further step? So that's how I'm building on the series of our Wednesday live stream is eliminating what we have the power to eliminate so we can get the, to the root of the problem. I like to say that skin issues, we need to address the root. Um, when you're having your skin issues, it's easy to put a Band-Aid over it by using certain products. I hear so many people say, Oh, I was using this, let's get, let's, and for example, I was using Proactive and while I was using it, it was working perfectly for my skin. Yes, because while you was using it, it was, you were adding a Band-Aid on that issue. But once you stopped using it, you started having issues again. So we want to get to the point where with our skin, our skin concerns, we don't want to keep putting Band-Aids on our problem. We want to get to the root of the issue. So that's what we're going through through our series, getting to the root of the issue. So I recapped the last two weeks, talked about, and, and I'll be going through, thank you. I'll be going through my notes because I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys everything that I planned for today. Now, stress and skin. How many of you guys think that stress has a major effect on your skin? You can just raise your hand. You can say, I don't know. Oh, wow, my son came online. So, now my son is distracting me. Sorry, you guys. Let me actually turn off the comment for a little bit because that is going to distract me. Awesome. So, stress has a major stress has a major effect on our skin that we at time. Yes, thank you, Renee. Awesome. Stress has a major effect on our skin that we tend to not realize. And I'm going to give you a little background of how I really had to deal with it face-to-face. -face. I don't know if you guys have been watching my Instagram live. I mean my Instagram while I've posted pictures of my daughter on Instagram. My daughter has been having skin issues since I want to say around 14, 15 year old, years old. And I tried, every, she's 18 now. And we tried everything. We've been to the dermatologist. We've brought the most expensive products to put on her skin. We've tried changing her diet. We've tried uh, making sure that she was hydrated. 
She was drinking chlorophyll water. She was drinking lemon water. She was exercising to detox her skin. She did everything that I suggested her to do to get her skin on the right track. Because as you can imagine, I have three kids. Two of them, their skin is flawless, and she was having trouble with her skin. So as an esthetician myself, it kind of bothered me because I'm thinking, wow, why can't I get her skin to a, to a place that she feels comfortable with? And her skin was really, really bad. She had big bumps and pimples everywhere, hyperpigmentation. It was really, really bad. So I want to say about a year and a half ago, she went away for winter break and she came back and her skin was calm. She didn't have any, any, any irritation. And I looked at her and I said, wow, Deanna, what have you been doing while you were in winter break? Because look at your skin. And she said, mom, I haven't been doing anything. So she went into school. Her skin flared up again. And it's at that time I realized, okay, Deanna, it's not that you're doing anything that is causing your skin issues. It's stress that is causing your skin issues. As you guys know, if you have kids, it is so much more stressful to be in school now than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. So I started to help her realize that, baby, your stress is causing you to have skin flare-ups. Of course, she said, oh, I'm not stressed. But the thing about us is you may talk to somebody and say, are you stressed? And their answer is like, no, I'm not stressed because we tend to feel that we can, when we think stress, we feel that oh, that means I can't handle my problems or I can't handle things effectively. No, you may be able to handle your problems effectively, but your body is stressed. Your internal organs are stressed. Your mind is stressed. And when things are happening on the outside and we don't find ways to let it out, very simple, deep breathing, meditating, walking on the beach, taking time to disconnect from, um, disconnect from everything, just taking time for ourselves. If we don't learn to do that, all the stress is being held inside. And when things are held inside your body, one of three things happen. It affects your organs. It affects your bowel movements. Sometimes we get constipated and we don't understand why. And that's because we're holding stuff inside. Or it comes through our skin. So understanding this, the way stress affects our skin is very, very important. When you're stressed, what happens to your body? Stress causes inflammation. If you notice, or maybe you've never noticed that before, when you're stressed, as, as, as especially women, we tend to gain weight in our mid-area. And that's because we're stressed. We could be eating right, we could be exercising, but yet our gut area is getting bigger. That tends to be stress. So if stress is showing around our mid-area for some, stress is showing up on our face for for others, that inflammation turn, um, turns into acne, it turns into rosacea for some, it turns into psoriasis, and those three conditions alone, if you really pay attention to them, acne, psoriasis, and um, what is the other one? Rosacea. They're all reddish. They all have this underlying reddish to the skin. All that is inflammation. All that is, is, is the skin being sensitive. So acne, um, stress causes inflammation. It comes out through the skin. It breaks out your, uh, your skin pores. Your pores become oily. And because your pores become oily, that transitions into pimples and breakout. Also, 
What another thing that happens when you're stressed, you start getting wrinkles on your face. Why do you get wrinkles on your face? Because your your system is becoming dehydrated. Your skin is becoming dehydrated. When your cortisol, when you have stress, your cortisol levels go up. Those cortisol levels is what causes the 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 midsection to become bigger. That also causes the inflammation on your skin and it also affects the blood sugar in your system so we have to learn why our skin is reacting in the way it reacts that cortisol also lowers the water and dehydrates your internal skin tissues and that causes wrinkles on your face um, another thing that happens stress how many times when you are stressed how many times when you are stressed do you go to sleep tossing and turning, tossing and turning in the middle of the night? I know nine times out of ten, when we're really stressed, we cannot shut down our mind to go to sleep. Being stressed causes lack of sleep, which in turn shows up in our face. When we don't get enough sleep, when we wake up in the morning, what happens? We have bags under our eyes, we have dark circles under our eyes. And then we look at our skin and say, oh, uh, my skin is acting up. But you're not thinking to yourself, it's because you're stressed and you haven't been getting enough sleep. Another thing that stress does to our body, when we're stressed, we're not thinking about taking care of ourselves. That's the last thing we're thinking about because we're too busy worried about what is going on in our life. When we're stressed, we have to be mindful to take care of ourselves. Drink plenty of water. Hydration is so important because if your skin is already trying to become hydrated because of the cortisol in your body fluctuating, then what's going to happen if you're on top of that, you're not drinking enough water. So when you're stressed, definitely you have to hydrate so you can compensate for that dehydration that's happening on your skin. The, I mentioned a blag under the eyes and the dark circles. One clue to dark circles, one thing that you can help with dark circles, of course, dark circles are, there's plenty of reasons for someone having dark circles under, on, on, around their eyes. One of them being genetics, one of them being having too much salt on the system, but again, another one is not drinking enough water. So when we're feeling stressed, when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling overwhelmed, we have to learn to step back. Because again, it does not just affect our body, but it comes out on our skin. Ways that you can help yourself so that you don't allow stress to affect your skin. I mentioned one is drinking water. The other one is getting plenty, um, uh, plenty of rest. And when I say plenty of rest, um, there are actually times of the day that are that you need to go to sleep that's effective for your body and then times of the day that is really just effective for your mind. So there are some people that will go to sleep, let's say midnight to six o'clock in the morning, sleep six or five hours, and then they say they're going to take a nap during the day. That is so not appropriate for your body because being in school now as studying oriental medicine, I've learned that different organs in our body has different times for it to rejuvenate. So for example, your liver, which holds all the blood that circulates through your body, 
which in turn affect your skin so that your skin can be supple. Your liver rejuvenates between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. So if you're up at 2 o'clock in the morning and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go to sleep from 2 to 12 and I'll get plenty of rest that way, your, one of the major organs in your body is not getting the t full time that it needs from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. to rejuvenate itself and get ready for the next day. That's the same for your heart in the afternoon and your lungs that rejuvenates between 3 and 5 o'clock in the morning. Your lungs, if there's any organ that you have to think about that correlates with your skin, is your lungs. Think about it. When you breathe, you're breathing in and out through your nose. What happens to your pores when you're sweating? When you sweat, your pores are open. Your pores are breathing also. Every day throughout the day, your pores are breathing. It's these same pores that when you use the wrong products on your skin, that is absorbed into your body. So if there's any organ that you correlate with skin, would be your lungs. So if you're up at 4 o'clock in the morning and your lungs doesn't have the full two hours to rejuvenate the next day, it's not fully working like it should the next day at full capacity. So we have to be mindful. Your body is completely connected. Mind, body, spirit, skin, everything is connected. So you can't just look at your skin and have it disconnected from everything else that's happening in your body. You can't look at your skin and think, well, it has absolutely nothing to do with my stress. Okay, I'm stressing, I'm anxious. Okay, what does that have to do with my skin? Every single thing in your body is correlated. And once you start to think on that level, anything that's happening to your body, you'll see it as one versus being separate. I know in Western medicine, we think of everything separately. We have an eye issue, we run to the eye doctor and they give us something for our eyes. We have an ear issue, we run to the ear doctor, they give us something for our ears. We have a skin concern, we run to the dermatologist, they give us something for the, um, from some medication and they send us home. Now, actually, Western medicine is starting to realize when it comes to the skin, that it is so much deeper than just the external aspect that they actually have what you call psychodermatology. And psychodermatology is where some dermatologists are now starting to connect the mind and skin together. And when they see their clients, they don't just see them on the skin aspect, but they go in deeper where they add um, a therapy session to find out, okay, what's going on on a deeper level that's trying to penetrate through your skin. And on that level, on that level, I myself has have always... When someone have an issue with their skin, I'll go through a set of questions and ask them, well, what are you drinking? How's your eating habit? How's your sleeping habit? Are you exercising? There's a set of questions that I go through. And then the last question, depending on how they answer it, one of the questions I ask is, okay, when this skin issue started, what was going on around that time in your life? And a lot of people will say, well, I don't know, um, nothing. And I say, okay, when did the skin issue start? Oh, about six months ago. Okay, what happened six months ago? So, for example, I had a lady come to the farmer's market, and she was explaining to me that she's starting to get a rash. And I said, I went through the whole questions with her, 
And at the end, I said, um, do you think it could be stress-related? She said, no, I don't think so. I said, when did your rash start? So she's the one I started thinking of when I was talking about this. She said, six months ago. Now, mind you, her brother is having the same issue, and they don't live in the same household. So there was no common denominator between, you know, maybe using the same laundry detergent or using the same bed covers or towels or eating the same food. So when she told me her brother was having the same issue and I went through all the questions with her, I said, well, when did his start? About six months ago. When does yours start? About six or seven months ago. And then my next question was, well, what happened around that time to cause your skin issues? And it's at that time her mind started going. It's like you could literally see her mind thinking and saying, oh, well, I was having issues at my job. And he was having issues issues in his relationship. And I said, that's when I said, both of your triggers are stress. And the light went on in her mind like, wow, oh my gosh, I would have never thought about that. So instead of, her sell, instead of me selling her these expensive products and having her have a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me to set up her skincare regimen or what have you, I just told her. Your recipe, your prescription is for you to decrease, decrease your stress. So here's what you need to do. Deep breathe. And I did a little session with her. Meditate. Walk on the beach. That's also called earthing. Take time for yourself. And I'm looking, I'm so looking forward to hearing a follow, follow up back with her. This happened about two weeks ago. So I'm looking forward to following up with her and seeing you know, how her skin is starting to react just by her decreasing her stress. But this whole, this whole um, series, especially the stress part, is one that I really want to drive home because, yes, you may not have a skin issue. You may be on this live stream and not have any major skin issues like acne, rosacea, psoriasis. You may have amazing skin, but you just want to know how to take care of it better. But what else is happening in your life that you're not connecting stress to. What else is happening? Is there something, some condition that you have or something going on in your life and you never thought, oh my gosh, it's stress. Are you working out every day and eating healthy all the time and notice you're not losing the weight? Did, did it ever occur to you that it may be stress? So stress affects not just skin, but affects us on so many levels. So I just wanted to make sure that I covered everything with you guys. I also shared ways to help. Again, I'm going to recap that. Self-care. Please take time for yourself. You have to. And this is why I felt so led to do Mask Off Mondays. Even if it's 15-20 minutes on Monday morning that I'm on with you guys. That 15-20 minutes of deep breathing and meditation not only sets the tone for your Monday, but it sets the tone for your week. And that little time that you spend with me, who knows what it's doing to your internal system. So even if it's two, three minutes a day, you sit on your bed and you just turn off your phone and just sit, sit in silence. That little bit of time, you're allowing your body to reset and you're allowing your mind to reset. You're allowing your skin to breathe. So be sure you do that. You guys have been following me with my um, fruits and vegetables on your skin. We have ours, my uh, peaches. Make sure I have a piece of peach here. 
Make sure you're using fruits and vegetables on your skin because that is also hydrating your skin naturally where you're not having to use any chemicals or any harsh products. That's another way. When you're doing something like this, it may seem simple, but if everything that you do, you do it mindfully, something as simple as putting fruits to feed your skin. You're taking the time and you're rubbing it on your face and you're mindfully doing it. That releases some stress right then and there that you don't even realize, especially around your eyes. Be careful around your eyes, around your jawline. That carries a lot of stress. At night, when you're taking care of your skin, do a little exercise like this, especially here. I'm going to make it even more simple. Take your two middle fingers and just tap right here under your eye. I guarantee you, you do that every night. That alone is a real stress reliever. Because we hold a lot of stress around our eyes. We hold a lot of stress in our jaw area. Take time to do little exercises that helps to release the stress before you go to sleep. It helps you to have a better night's sleep also. What else can you be doing to release your stress? We covered deep breathing, meditation, yoga, on, on mask off Mondays. Make sure you drink plenty of water and you sleep. If you could get to bed between 11 and 6 o'clock in the morning, that is perfect. So this concludes my session today. Do you guys have any questions? If you guys give me just a minute, I'm just going to look real quick and make sure I covered everything. I didn't leave anything out. Awesome. Doesn't it feel good? Especially down here. It feels amazing. If you do it long enough, you'll actually get to a point where you'll start feeling very sleepy. Very, very sleepy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, I did cover everything with you. And guys, there is so much. Yes, for sure. I like to say meditation over medication. You know what? Thank you. I'm glad you said that, Sharitha. Here, here's another thing where when I was talking about us being disconnected as, as a Western world of being disconnected, here's a prime example. You go into the doctor's office, you have anxiety, you're having panic attacks. What does the doctor give you? Prozac? Um, I can't remember the names of the medications. I don't take medication, but I can't. I think that's one of them. They give you Prozac. You go home, you take the medication. Not only is your stress already affecting your skin, the medication is affecting your skin. When it could have been as simple as you're having anxiety, you're having stress, start with deep breathing, start with meditation, start do some yoga, walk on the beach to balance your body, for some people, their stress and anxiety is really, really high where they truly do need medication. But I honestly believe at least 50% of us in the world does not need medication for anxiety and, and, and um, panic attacks. Because deep breathing helps to bring your whole system down and rebalances your mind and body. So, yes, medication can be contributing to bad skin. Thank you for adding that. I really, really appreciate it.
So, and then one last thing, lemon water. Lemon water helps with your mind, body, and skin all together. So if there's something you can implement every morning, you get half of a lemon, you squeeze it into some warm lemon water. If that's all you take every morning, it helps your digestive system, which if you don't already know, digestive system is another major cause of stress causes digestive system. Having a bad digestive system affects your skin. So again, everything is connected. So you want to help calm your sick skin. You want to help calm your mind. You want to help start clearing up your digestive system. Warm lemon water in the morning, every morning before you eat is really going to set the day for your system. Um, I was given eye medi medication after surgery and that side of my Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So you had a very bad reaction to that medication. Wow. Thank you for sharing, Sharitha. So do you guys have any questions? As I started to say this, I am going to definitely turn into an ebook because it can go so much deeper than the 30 minutes that I just shared with you guys. There's so much to talk about when it comes to skin and how I mean stress and how it affects the skin that I'm definitely going to put into an ebook so I can share with you guys. So when I do, I will definitely send it out into an email so you guys can have um, be able to get a copy of it. Announcements, don't forget to pick up your free ebook if you haven't already. There's a link in my bio on Instagram where you can grab your free ebook. I do all my live streams. I turn into an, a podcast for iTunes. So you can also, in the link in my bio on Instagram, have access to iTunes. And majority of them are on YouTube also. So if you're not a visual person, you can listen to it. If you're not an um, audible, yeah, audible, I think I'm saying right, person, then you can watch it on YouTube. And I'll also post it to Facebook. To, I already asked if we have any questions. Hopefully you guys got a lot out of it. I am so looking forward to next week to talk a little bit more about other ways that our skin is being affected that we haven't made the connection and thought about. Thank you guys for joining. I really appreciate it. You have a great evening. Bye.